Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. Today, we're going to learn more about the Manhattan Optimist Club. They have been nominated for a CFA award in the Civic Philanthropy category. The CFAs, of course, coming up on March 21st at the Manhattan Conference Center at the Hilton Garden Inn. And our guests are two representatives from the club. We have Mike Fincham. Hello, Mike. Hello, Dave. And Jim Frankie. Afternoon, Dave. Now, do you guys have, like, current roles? Or are you just members? What's your status, Mike? My status is I'm currently the president of the organization, and I'll let Jim speak for himself there. Jim, can you speak for yourself? I think so. I'm a member. Okay. But you're very involved. I am involved, yes. Especially when it comes Christmas time, aren't you? Christmas time, spaghetti dinner, which we're doing a week from today as well. Okay. Well, let's talk a bit about the Manhattan Optimist Club. Mike, you guys have been around for a long time. I would add for Jim that he's more than just a member. He's a long-time member, and he's been in the organization a lot longer than I have. But I believe our charter was uh, established in 1959, Jim. That's correct. Defer to you on that. And that's... I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do the math because my age isn't much less than that. So that's 63 years. 63, yes. That's, a, that's quite an activity. You guys, Jim, have been a lot involved in a lot of things. And, and I know one of the Optimus, the Optimus Credo is friend of youth. So some of the things that, that you do uh, with the Optimus Club. Different types of programs that we are involved with. Um, wow. Uh, I think we gave money this year to 20-some-odd different programs. Um, Between 25 and 30. Okay, well, I was uh, in, the, in the ballpark. To not to be less specific. <laughs> um, you mentioned the tree lot, which is a big fundraiser that we do, but in terms of you know money that we actually spread about the, around the community, we do a number of ki- things with kids' sports. Okay, we run the um, Parks and Rec T-Ball program out of our facility on the west side of town, Optimus Park. Um, also at the park, we um, we have a girls' fast-pitch softball association. We have nine different teams in, in various age groups. Uh, we help to support the Manhattan Wrestling Club um, cross-country. Uh, we give some funding to First Tee, and I think that's about all in that category. What do you do to raise funds besides the tree lot? And we'll come back to that, Jim, here in just a little bit. But you have other fundraisers, and uh, there was a mention of spaghetti feed. Yes, yeah, so we have a couple of others, the, mainly the spaghetti dinner that's coming up here on uh, March 26th. And we also have the chili crawl that we do in, uh, in the fall down in mostly in Aggieville. You guys like to work with food, don't you? Yes, we enjoy food. Food, food brings out people, doesn't it? <laughs> That's right. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. The, um, but the tree lot is, is, do you consider, Jim, that that is probably the, the one thing that the Optimist Club in town is probably most noted for? We've been doing the tree lot since, um, since you and I were in high school. Um, yeah, it's, it's um, we, we started out in, I'm really, st- early 60s probably. Um, I wasn't in high school then. 
<laughs> well, one of us was, Dave. <laughs> and they originally, they sold them out of the back of a flatbed trailer. They got several thousand trees and just drove around town and sold them off the back of that. And then for years, we were out at Longs Park, down there in 17th and Yuma. Used to be across from the Cream Cup, but the, the park's still there. The Cream Cup isn't. And then we moved uh, our operation out to uh, Optimus Park now, oh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. It's, uh, yeah, uh, you've, it's hard to find someone in town who, who buys a live Christmas tree who, who, doesn't know, who doesn't know about it. I remember the first time I bought a live tree, our daughter was two and we were in our new house. And so it was the first time we had a live Christmas tree. And going shopping for that was really a fun experience because everybody is just so helpful and you guys are kind. We're endlessly optimistic. <laughs> Mike, let's talk a little bit about your club specifically. Um, and there's another uh, club in town, the Little Apple Optimus Club. And you kind of have some sort of a, a collaboration or merge that you guys have worked on. Yes, approximately a year ago, probably a little more now, I think, um, we merged with the what was the Little Apple Optimus Club. And so now... With a combination of the clubs, we call ourselves the Manhattan Optimus Club. We, at one time, we were the Manhattan Breakfast Optimus Club, but now we're just the combination is the Manhattan Optimus Club. Does that give you additional strength in numbers? Absolutely. Uh, we got some, got some new members in there as a result of the merger and also some younger members. And, and, and you've also kind of changed your, your meeting structures, Yes, um, when we were the Breakfast Optimus Club, we met at 7 o'clock in the morning each Wednesday, and then the, the Little Apple Optimus Club met at noon, and as you know, you were part of that group at one time. Yeah, as a charter vice president. So, as a compromise, we now meet uh, at noon the first Wednesday of the month, and the rest of the Wednesdays of the month, we meet at uh, 7 a.m., yeah, that's when the meeting starts. If you want to eat breakfast, you come at 6.15 or so, 6.15, 6.30, have a buffet-style breakfast. And you meet at the Blue Hills Room? Blue Hills Room and the Blue Hills Shopping Center. Okay. Jim, what do you like most about being a member of Optimus? Working with kids, um, doing service projects. It's kind of the way I was raised. So when... I guess we came here in '84. When we got when we got here, I looked around for a service organization, and because my daughters were involved in a variety of athletics, I gravitated towards uh, towards the Optimus. Mm-hmm. Mike, when it comes to Optimus, there's so many things that you got your hands involved in, and you know when you talk about you know greater numbers because of the the merger that you had with the Little Apple Optimus Club. Does this give you opportunity to do more functions, more fundraising events, and more service projects? Yeah, we've added the uh, Little Apple Optimus Club had some projects that we brought over. They brought over to us, and we uh, do some things that they... The Chili Crawl was was their, one of their projects. And I'm trying to think, Jim, what... Uh, Probably the biggest project that they brought uh, to the combined clubs would be the the hoop, holler, and shoot Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. where um, you know it's free throw shooting contest at all most all the local grade schools, culminating in I think the top 
for each grade level, each gender um, has their finals then during a basketball, either a men's or women's basketball game. So that's that's a pretty labor-intensive sort of thing. Chili crawl as well. It, yeah. It, yeah. But that hoop, holler, and shoot is a whole lot of fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. And for moms and dads at the game when they get to see their kids shoot if they get to the finals. Exactly. Those events that involve interaction with the kids are really the most fun, in my opinion. The hoop, holler, and shoot, I'm sorry I didn't mention that, Jim, but Jim did. And uh, also the t-ball program is a really a fun um exciting event for me to get in there and mingle with the, those little shavers are pretty comical at times one of the things i also know that you do is you recognize a youth uh, or a couple of youth in the community every month yes we have two programs to recognize youth in the community one is uh, i think you're referring to the student of the month student of the month that okay. was a project that came over from the little apple club came over with the student of the month and they that's a program whereby we uh, take applications geared towards uh, high school seniors and we take applications through the high school and then we have a committee that reviews the applications and then we choose one student a month as a recipient and I think we do that nine times don't we Jim seems like something like that I don't know the final number probably not during the summer no no it's, it's all during school year and uh, the award winner, the monthly award winner, gets a one hundred dollars uh, reward that they can designate to the charity of their choice. And then at the end, we pick a final winner of all of those winners. We pick a finalist that gets a thousand dollar scholarship. Well, that's not an easy choice to make either. No, it isn't. There's a lot of great candidates when you start looking at them, and you go, "Gosh, how do I choose one from another?" From another, and you, but you just gotta go through the process and let the chips fall where they may we've had a a lot of great winners from that program then the other the other youth oriented thing that we do is called youth of the month and that's going to go through a first through fifth grader at one of the local actually any of the any of the local grade schools and we have one of those a month as well I think there's 11 elementary schools in Manhattan, in the Manhattan-Ogden area, and we try to get them all to nominate students. The, on the Youth of the Month, we'll ask them, the administrators, to nominate three kids from each school. And then these, it's not necessarily geared towards uh, achievement, high achievement. It's geared more towards spirit in the school, their willingness to help, and their attitude. And it's uh, it might be a kid rather than a high achiever might be just a kid that needs a hand up needs a pat on the back yeah a little push forward mike what was the response from you and your club when you found out that you'd been nominated for a cfa for your civic philanthropy we were excited i mean that's a that is quite an honor in my opinion and i i'm sure it is for everybody in our organization to be nominated for an award Uh, it, it more or less validates the work that you've been doing and uh, it tells me that people recognize what we're doing and have noticed us and um, appreciate what we're doing. Mike, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation offers a $100 gift that uh, every nominee can provide to a foundation, a nonprofit of their choice. Have you and your members uh, discussed what you'd like to do with that? Yes, we have, Dave, and we've decided that if we'll give our $100 award to our um, youth fund that will be distributed next year when we have our uh, we accept 
applications for funding. Well, we're going to put put it in the youth fund and use it that way. Give it back. It's going to be uh, going to be well well used, isn't it? Yes. Jim, what do you like most about being an an optimist member? Um, again, you know, it's 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 uh, being involved with the uh, with the kids uh, performing acts of service. I I think all the organizations such as ourselves are are perhaps struggling a little bit right now, and part of that may have to do with service not being so much a um, uh, something that maybe younger people today are, are are that involved in. So, you know, to the extent that that we can provide these sorts of programs and people can see us doing it, maybe that'll maybe that'll help to encourage others to pick up on it as well. Yeah. Well, congratulations again on the nomination for Civic Philanthropy at the CFAs, and uh, we certainly appreciate everything that uh, the optimists and the two of you do in, in uh, doing some really neat things for the youth of our community. Thank you for having us in, Dave. Yeah, thank you for having us, Dave. We really appreciate it. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad Astracast. Follow us online at astracast.com.